Hey, E, put the beat on. Hey, Taylor, you like this joint? Yeah, this beat hard. Yeah, you, you sure you like this joint? You would tell me if you didn't, right? Oh, yeah, of course. No, this gonna go, this gonna go hard. All right, all right, cool, cool. This this my man, Scotty Pimpin' drum. Oh, okay, all right, then. Matter of fact, I, I got something for this. Got something like what? <laughs> Welcome to the top shelf. With a flavor so hot, but you will not melt. About to take you on a ride like you never felt. Up and down, real smooth like a carousel. Moving in our own lane, no parallel. Everybody needs sleep, it's good for your health. If you stuck like Chuck, I might have a help. Cause we talk sports, life, and everything else. It's on a podcast. What's poppin', ladies and gentlemen? We thank you as always for tuning in to Sleep, the Sports Life and Everything Else podcast, presented by the Away Team. And coming to you from the top shelf, this is episode number 15. I go by the name of Mike on the mic. I bring the light, insight, no hype. And you get if you get more sleep in your life, it just might help you get yourself right. You can follow us on Twitter and IG at Sleep is for You. That's S-L-E-E-P-I-S, the number four, Y-O-U. Subscribe and listen to new episodes, old episodes on pod, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. Like, leave comments, show love, show hate. We're here for it all. And if you like us, kindly share with your friends. Tell a friend to tell two friends about us. And I'm extremely, extremely proud to announce that uh, the all-new sleepisforyou.com, that's S-L-E-E-P-I-S, the number four, Y-O-U.com, is up and running. You can catch us at our website. You can catch the link to the show on Spotify. You can catch what we got going on. Um, you know, it's just, it, it, it's on and popping right now. So sleepisforyou.com, catch us there. Uh, joining me here in the studio, as always, is Taylor. Yes, sir. What's up? What's up? What's up? Going Taylor, on? what's up? How you feeling today? Doing good. Happy holidays, everybody. Too. Absolutely, absolutely. We're right in that holiday season. We're yeah. kind of in the, the midst part between Thanksgiving and Black Friday and Christmas and, you know, New Year's. So yeah. it, it's, it's a good time right now. Right. A lot of people are scrambling, trying to do their holiday shopping, but mm-hmm. we're not really too caught up in that right now. Okay, all right. So, yeah. At least I'm not. I don't. I, I can't really speak for you. How you doing with the holiday shopping? I'm doing good. Listen, man, I, I like the holidays, man. If you ain't you ain't with the holidays. I, I, I don't really like. I'm not. I ain't no Scrooge. I, I like. I like the holidays. I love the holidays. So. so you cool with being out here in the mix with all the craziness? Oh, I'm not. I'm not here in the mix. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, I, I like. I love the holidays. Though. I, I try. I try to stay in the crib. Listen, man. Since we talking about it, I got to bring up just a couple crazy things that I've witnessed over the past couple of days. Go ahead. Slash I've, weeks. I've, I've seen it too. Listen, man. I was in giant. Yeah. I was standing in line waiting to make my purchase for whatever it was that I was buying. Y'all don't really need to know all that. Yeah. But um, it was a little commotion going on not far from me because where I was buying what I was buying wasn't far from the food area. And this lady was really upset about some mm. chicken that she got. Mm. And apparently, you know, somebody that was there earlier gave her some dirty chicken. Oh, no. And she was hot. She was, she was screaming at this black boy that was standing behind the counter. He wasn't having it. He was like, listen, ma'am, I told you before I wasn't making no more chicken. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. You know, you, you could take that for whatever you want to take it for, but we out of here. Yeah, it, like, it's time to go home. Like like I said, right now, like I said, I, like, I love the holiday, but I, I'm in the crib, though. But afterwards, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll go out, you know, when, when the sales come. But right now, you know what I mean? I like, you know, 
I'm not, I ain't no, I ain't no, no screw the stuff. I, like, the, literally, the holidays are for the for the for the babies, man. Not for the not for grown people, but people people get it messed up, man. I hear you. For the I babies, man. And we for the kids here over at sleep. Yeah, it's for the babies, for the children. Yeah, way team is for the kids. The grown people get people get confused and think it's for them. No, it's for the babies. So on the boards doing our production, as always, is E. What's up, baby? How you doing today, E? Good, E. You feeling good? Vibes is up. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Everything's feeling real lovely in the studio right now on the top shelf. All right. We have a special guest guest joining us today, but we're going to get back to that a little bit later. And just so y'all know, and everything's clear, showtime is 7.15 p.m. <clears throat> so we're going to get right into it. And we're going to start off with a recap of that Jets versus Ravens game, the Thursday night extravaganza, mm-hmm. where... Uh, it was a very beautiful night for one side, and you know, not so much for the other side, but the Baltimore Ravens did advance to 12 and two with a 42 to 21 victory over the New York Jets, which you know really comes as no surprise to anybody. Yep. Uh, what also comes as no surprise to anybody is that Lamar Jackson had 86 yards on the ground rushing. And with those 86 yards, he surpassed Michael Vick's single season quarterback rushing record. Mm-hmm. Which Stumped. was uh, a thousand. Da, da, da. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me a minute. I think it's over. He might be over eleven hundred yards. He might be a thousand thirty-nine yards. Oh, okay. Right. That's the record. Yeah. Or that was previously the record before Lamar Jackson stomped that thing out. Yeah. Kelly, did you catch that one? Yeah, I saw a little bit of it. Yeah, I saw. I saw what I needed to see. Cause after a okay. while, it just became a beatdown. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It got a little ugly. Yeah. You know, it got to the point where the, the Ravens was kind of putting their hands and feet on the Jets. But yeah. sometimes when your team's not prepared, you don't really got the talent that yeah, you need to was, have. It was easy work. For it, it goes that way, exactly. And when you got a team that's as talented as the Baltimore Ravens, it goes that way. It was easy work, so, yeah. Yeah, man. They might they might be the best team in, in the league right now. They looking sharp. They looking like they clicking on all cylinders. The offense is on point. Yeah, the defense some, is on point. They got so. some impressive wins on the on on their like, even though they got the they got some impressive wins on their on their um on their resume. So absolutely, absolutely. So moving on from that Thursday night game, we're gonna come forward to today. Yep. And we're gonna check in with the Eagles, the home team, who um, had a little rough go of it this afternoon. One o'clock with a showdown against those Washington Deadskins. I'm sorry, Redskins. They took a little ride down 95. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they went to the nation's capital, and they was able to end up uh, handling business, coming out 37 to 27 victors, mm-hmm. advancing to 7 and 7 as Washington falls to 3 and 11. Yep. And, uh, you know, for anybody who really cares at this point, the Eagles, I guess you could say, are still in the playoff hunt. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say that I don't care that they can make the playoffs. I'm just going to say that I don't believe that if they make the playoffs that there's really a high ceiling for where they can go just because we're dealing with a lot of injuries right now. We had no wide receivers today. I just don't want to see us get embarrassed. Taylor, how you feel about that? Um, you know, I mean, they, they did what they were supposed to do. I mean, when you got a, a trash team like the Redskins, I mean, you gotta, you got you gotta, you gotta put hands and feet on them. And they didn't do it, but you know, right now, it was a, w- a win is a win. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and then it makes the uh, Week 16 matchup, you know, more. Uh, well, Week 16, you know, more, uh, more, uh, you know, more lucrative for you know for the for the both teams that's going to be going into that game. So, yeah. 
it was a, you know they, they did what they supposed to do they had to win they had to win they had, you don't have to beat nobody down but you're just trying to get it from week to week to week if you're trying to get into the playoffs so that's what they did man they there so next week's game is going to be you know lu- you know it's going to be lucrative for both teams yeah, well, not, yeah. not the Redskins but the, the Eagles and you know and the, and, and the Cowboys which is what they were trying to get to so at least you got one more week exactly exactly yep so, ultimately like we were saying Eagles came out on top, thirty-seven to twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. Advanced to seven and seven, yep. and uh, you know, kind of hold on tighter to their spot in second yeah. place. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, you get to see who 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 really wants it. You know what I mean, because right now it's like you know, a lot of people don't want to you know want to be even even playing right now. But the Eagles, you know, they showed up and they did what they're supposed to do. And now, mm-hmm. you know, you know, people, you know, you know, we'll see what happens next week. And that Cowboys game is currently in progress, so we'll he- we'll see how that ends up playing out. Mm-hmm. So moving on to a couple other one o'clock games. Uh, Taylor, did anything in particular stand out to you? Uh, no, I thought you was gonna talk about the Eagles. You know, Miles Sanders getting off. He got okay, off today. Okay, I'm sorry. We yeah. go back to the Eagles. We, yeah. we we don't gotta move on so quick. Yeah, the Miles Sanders got off. I mean, uh, he had he had a real good game today. Okay. Uh, Greg Ward had the game-winning touchdown. That's yeah. right, he did. He yeah, did. Yeah. Carson Wentz looked good. He stressed his um stressed out his record. I think he got like 17 straight games with a touchdown pass. So, um, you know they 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 they're, 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 I mean I won't say they're peaking, but they're playing. You know the the people that they need to uh, play well are playing well. So uh-huh. yeah. So they're, they're, they're you know like I said, the next week's game is going to be you know yeah you know it's going to be um, something that you know people are going to be having their all their eyes on. So we'll see. Yeah. 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 Exactly. We'll see how that ends up playing out. And the Eagles uh, square off with the Cowboys next week. Yeah, that's that's the game of the game of the game. Yeah, exactly. next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we'll see how that ends up going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, back to these uh, other one o'clock games. Yep. Uh, anything in particular <laughs> stood out? Uh, we got the uh, who was it? It was um, I'm thinking about the uh, Green Green Bay Packers. They beat they beat um, you know the, the Bears. They did, they yeah. did. They came out on top, 21 to 13, mm-hmm. to advance to 11 and three. What the Bears dropped to seven and yeah. seven. That's a team you got to watch out for. You know what I mean? Because you know they're they're peaking at the right time, even though they're not scoring a whole bunch of points. The defense is not really letting a lot of people you know you know get up on them. So um, mm-hmm. that, that that was a, actually you know a, a good game earlier today. Yeah, yeah, another game that was pretty tight uh, mm-hmm. that ended up coming down to the wire AFC South matchup between the Houston Texans and the Tennessee Titans the Texans came out on top 24 to 21 yep uh, and they advanced to 9 and 5 mm-hmm. uh, and apparently the Texans have won 8 of 11 games versus the Titans in the Bill O'Brien era yeah so since he's come up from Penn State he's had good success against uh, the Titans yeah that was a uh, you know that was a tight game but uh, you know um, they uh, you know that defense, the, de- the Houston defense was, uh, you know, they looked really good. Even though they gave up 21 points, they, they, uh, they, they kind of, I won't say shut down, um, 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 Henry, but uh, they had a really good game against him. And, um, you know, um, you know, what's his name? Um, uh, Tannehill was actually, you know, having some, uh, you know, having some good games back to back. But, uh, this game, you know, they kind of, you know, put the clamp down on him just a little bit, you know, just to get to the point to where they can, you know, they won, they won that game. So, you know, good uh-huh. game, good, good defense on both sides of the ball. So, and they got to play each other again in week 17. So, mm-hmm. Another team that might be fighting for a possible playoff seed. I'm not 100% sure because I'm saying it's a good amount of teams with 11 wins. There's some teams with 10 wins. But uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were able to come out on top today against the Detroit Lions to advance to 7-7 and get back to 500 in that NFC South. And, you know, they're definitely not going to catch the New Orleans Saints, who are currently at 10-3. 
But, uh, you know, at least it's a respectable finish for them, at least this Sunday. Yeah, mm-hmm. That was a good game, yeah. Yeah, it, it, you know, it, it was a good game. I was really looking at the, uh, the, the, the Seahawks, though. Okay, okay. What the Seahawks did, you know, um, against uh, Carolina. I mean, Chris Carson got off. Uh, Russell Wilson, you know, he, he, he's still doing his thing. So, yeah, that's, that's the game I was looking at. Okay, okay. Seahawks are definitely a good game to keep your eye on, so... Yeah, can't be are, mad at that. Yeah, they're what? Are they eleven and are they eleven and three? Uh, yeah, the Seahawks are now eleven and three. Yeah. Panthers dropped to five and nine. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Christian McCaffrey uh, passed surpassed two thousand scrimmage yards this season, which is a team record. Yeah, that's man. It, it was that, that game was a little bit closer than it was supposed to be, but um, you mm-hmm. know, uh, they 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 like I said, they they're taking care of business too. So you know, they're putting up points, and uh, you know, and they had some, they had some injuries on defense, but you know, um. They still came out and took care of business, and uh, like I said, Chris Carson had two touchdowns. Uh, Russell Wilson had some had some touchdown passes to uh, my, what's my man name um, Lockett, you know. Tyler Lockett. Yeah, he had a well, he had a touchdown grab today, and uh, you know that that was a that was actually a, uh, actually a good game to watch today. So okay, okay. Mm-hmm. good call, good call. Well, yep. like I said, the Seahawks are never uh, a bad team to keep your eye on. At least the Panthers kept it respectable and didn't let it get out of hand. Yep. Mm-hmm. And- <laughs> And then um, we definitely got to talk about the the, 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 the Patriots on, on that on that on that sneaky stuff. Oh yeah, the Patriots put the stomp <laughs> on the Bengals, thirty-four to thirteen. Yeah, but they was on that sneaky stuff with the you know with the I don't know what they was doing with the, with the cameras looking at people's uh, plays and all that uh-huh. stuff. And I mean they end up stomping them out at the end, but they was on some on some other stuff this week. You know, looking at people's um, uh, playbook and, and sidelines. So um, you know, I don't think you heard the last of that. So. This is a quick public service announcement. The New England Patriots are under investigation yeah. by the NFL. Yeah. We don't know where it's going to go. We yeah. all do remember Deflate Gate and yeah, Spy now, Gate. And now they got some other stuff. The White right? Gate and the Black Gate and the, the Big Gate. And yeah, I don't know what's going on with them, but they're looking but, uh, at, I mean, you got you, you got to look at the the the, um, the, the bungles, bungles. I mean, you're you, you going to be in some trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I mean the Bengals. Come on, man! You can't be looking at them. They're, they're terrible. The Bengals. You, know, you can beat them by accident. The team sitting on one win so you know, far. One, on, one, on one win, yeah. One in mm-hmm. thirteen. Yeah. I don't know what was up with that, but you know, they won. So we'll see about that. Yeah. So we're gonna slide on from those one o'clock games into a quick preview of the sun, this Sunday night game, uh, which okay. is gonna be the Bills mm-hmm. from Buffalo visiting the Pittsburgh Steelers, another cold town, steel town. Uh, this this uh, Bills come in uh, definitely with a good amount of momentum. Mm-hmm. Uh, their defense is playing strong. Their offense is doing enough to keep the game uh, to where they can win. Uh, and the Bills come into the game sitting at nine and four, while the Steelers are eight and five. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Steelers have won seven of their last eight games after they started the season one and four. Uh, so that's definitely in their benefit. Uh, Taylor, you got a prediction for this one? Uh, the Bills are playing real, real well this year. Um, I mean, Josh Allen, he's, he's he, you know he he's doing what he's doing, doing what he got to do to not you know, you know, tr- you know, tr- you know, make the team you know go backwards. But they're you know they're, they're doing good. The defense is playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, Singletary's playing well. Gore's still you know doing his thing. But the defense and um you know so the Bills are doing you know very very well. But I say all that just to uh, pick the Steelers. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So you're going with the home team? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Steelers, even though the, the, the Bills might mess around and win. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna think, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think. I think the Steelers can, you know, can maybe pull out, pull that out. Maybe we'll see. 
All right, well, I'm going to take the opposite side of the spectrum, and I'm going to take the Bills. Okay. And, uh, you know, we're going to see how it ends up playing out and what happens tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the Bills have a good shot coming in. Okay. Uh, even though they are the away team, defense always travels well. Running games travel well. And they don't ever really depend on Josh Allen. I mean, sometimes he does come through and make big plays, but they just don't, I don't feel like, really depend on him. Okay. So hopefully that's the way it turns out. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to transition from our Sunday night preview into our first edition of Top 5. Okay. And uh, along with the theme of nostalgic uh, top fives we've had over the past couple of weeks. Uh, we're going to have our first top five be our top five Eagles of all time. Mm. Uh, so, at least for episode 15, Taylor's going to di- dive into his fan bag just a little bit. Uh, we all know that he's not a fan or fanatic of the Eagles, but at one point in time, he did have an appreciation for the team, and he always appreciates good players, right? Yes, so I mean you're gonna go with the with with the, with the good players, all right? Yeah, yeah. I mean I'm going with players that were productive during that period of time here. Okay. All right, then. All right. I'm all looking right. forward to hearing hearing your list. All right, so I had to give a quick honorable mention because I I couldn't really put him in my top five. I really wanted to, but um, I feel like he automatically goes in a lot of people's Eagles top five. So uh, that's gonna be Reggie White. Okay. Uh, he played with the Eagles from '85 to '92. Uh, he's number four all time in tackles. Right. And, of course, number one in sacks, and okay. it's not close. Right. <clears throat> number five uh, is Fred Barnett. Uh, he was a wide receiver with the Eagles. Uh, he played with them from 95, 90 to 95. <laughs> Fred Barnett. <laughs> uh, he's number 12 on the team all time in receiving yards, number mm. 12 in receptions. Okay. And held on to the Eagles record uh, for a 95-yard touchdown reception that he pulled in from Randall Cunningham once upon a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four on my list, uh, I'm going to go with a running back, and it's going to be Charlie Garner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played with the Bears from 94 to 98 uh, before he moved on to the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, but he's number 17 on the team all-time in rushing yards and number 15 in rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, number was, three. He, he, that was my guy back in the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah shout out to Charlie Garner. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, I'm going to go to quarterback, uh, and it's going to be Randall Cunningham. Oh. Not number five. I know he'll always love me, but uh, I got to rock with Randall. Okay. Uh, he's number three all-time in passing yards, number three in touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Behind Ron Jaworski and number five, and also number six all-time in rushing on the team. The Eagles didn't use him right, but, you know, you know they, they, they did what they were supposed to do. Yeah, he ended up getting left, let go, and he ended up in Minnesota with uh, my all-time favorite wide receiver, Randy Moss. I think he retired, then came back. Throwing bombs. Mm-hmm. It's number 84. So number two on my list, I'm going to go back to running back, and that's going to be a Brian, and that's Brian Westbrook. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, and he played with the Birds from 2002 to 2009. Yeah. He's number three on the team, all team in rush yards, number four mm-hmm. in rushing touchdowns, and number four in receptions as well. B. West was he was that dude, man. That, Damn, that, man. that pump return, that was legendary. That again, pump return, the Giants. that screen game. Yeah, you get him out of the pocket. You get those offense. I'm sorry, defensive linemen coming in too hard. Mm-hmm. Get him with that ball in space. He might be taking it to the house. 
E West, that was that was my guy. He was probably one of the. Uh, he might be my favorite player, you know, out of you know out of the whole Eagles, you know, you know, you know, back in that day. Got He's you probably back one in that of era. Only, he's probably the only person I actually really really liked. Yeah, not, not too many people I did like on on those on those teams back in the day. Anyway, he was the type of dude that was easy to get behind. Man. Yeah, he worked hard when he stopped. Uh, was when he was about to score in that Cowboy game. He laid down and just you know to preserve that win. I doubt that I had to salute him for that. So you know, he was he he was that dude back in the day. Small guy, you know, uh, um, you know, Villanova guy that they actually got right in the you know in a later draft in the or in the third round or something like that. So I was just about to say, and he went to school not yeah, far from the Villanova, the yeah, top yeah. shelf where we record our episodes at yeah. Villanova. Mm-hmm. Very good player, right. uh, overachiever and everything. Yeah. So following up, Brian Westbrook. <clears throat> Number one is going to be another Brian. I feel like it's going to come as no surprise, but it's going to be Brian Dawkins. Oh, wow. Played with the Birds from 96 to 2008. He's number two all-time in interceptions, number six all-time in tackles. Hall of Famer. Once upon a time, I had the pleasure of meeting Brian Dawkins at a meet and greet at Valley Forge Casino. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was around the time of my birthday. I took a picture with him. I believe I posted it to IG uh, not long ago. Uh, But, yeah, yeah. Brian Dawkins, when he got on the field, he he was about his business. Weapon X. I mean, he had the S girl too back in the day too. Oh, he definitely was rocking with the Soul Glow. Soul Glow S girl smacking up people on the field. Yeah, that hit, that hit on um, what's my man's name? Um, not my man, but the boy um, Algie Carp in the playoff. That set the tone for that whole game for the Eagles to go to the um Super Bowl. Smothered, uh, smoked that guy. He had the Donnell Rollins from the player hit his ball. Hit me, baby. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah, he did have that. Mm. Salute to him, yeah. All right, all right. So, Taylor, who you got for your top five? Uh, I went the other way. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, you, uh, we, we was talking about this. I just want to get let her, give everybody a little bit of background. We was talking about this prior to the show. <laughs> yes. And Taylor said that it was a little difficult for him to come up with a top five <laughs> Eagles players that he liked. Yeah, I went, I went. So, he said that he might take it the other way yeah. and just do top five Eagles players that he just <laughs> This liked. might be the first red flag I'm throwing on in the in the, in the uh, the shows we be doing I'm going the other way I'm going to the top five people That I, that I hated Alright alright So this is going to be entertaining <laughs> What we got What we got Yeah we going to go with uh, And uh, Man I hated this guy I'm going to go with LJ Stiff I mean LJ Smith The tight end Okay okay I remember we definitely came up And gave him That moniker of LJ Stiff Yeah I didn't like him Caught him at Delilah's one night uh, He was <laughs> in there During the season I'm not Not going to snitch But what he was doing And but- shaky didn't like LJ Stiff. He's my top five guy. I did not like checking out that TNA. Yeah, he was up in there looking looking crazy. Wow. But you know, um, you know, <laughs> he was there, and I'm okay. not going. I'm go, not not going to go too much farther than that. All right, all right. Number four is uh another. Cl- well, I don't want to call him a. Cl- he was he was a good player. He was a second <laughs> round pick, and but he they just gassed him up so much. And uh, and it, he was just supposed to be this this real good player, but I'm gonna go with this guy Sheldon Brown. Sheldon Frown. Okay. I, I couldn't stand him. Man. Yeah, yeah. Man. Sheldon Brown in that secondary was really kind of a letdown. I mean, he did, you know, put you know, uh, 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 my man, um, uh, what's my man name? Uh, uh, oh my goodness, Reggie Bush in the turf. Yeah, I mean, when he when he hit him, so he did. So I'll give him a benefit of doubt, but he, I just didn't like him, man. But he did uh, when they went in, uh, in the playoffs with uh, Jeff Garcia. He put Jeff, he put um, Reggie Bush in a in a coffin. Just, oof, just smoked him. You can Google it, and he just smoked him Catch on the that sideline. On YouTube. Yeah, and just smoked Sheldon him. Brown knocked his head back and everything. Yeah. Reggie Bush. Yeah, so that's that's a guy. Look that up. Yeah, yeah, he was out there. Yeah. 
number three is a guy that used to gas up all the time. He was just, he was, he, he was, he was terrible. The boys, this guy was probably like 119 pounds, but he every he always found himself on the field. Okay. And that's that clown, uh, Coy Detmer, that punk. Ah. I don't know how he just, it just seemed like he was always like the fourth or third or fourth quarterback, but he always seemed to get in the game. I think it was off the strength of his and, brother. And I, people, I don't and people loved him. Went, yeah. You talking about nephitism? He was terrible. He was on the, he was in the NFL for like 10 years. He was yeah. terrible. Yeah. yeah. Coy Detmer, that clown. I didn't like that. Not a Coy Detmer. Did not like him. Taylor was not a Coy Detmer. The neck beard, oh, I just couldn't stand him. <laughs> Yeah, so he, he was he was ooh, I hated that guy. Didn't like him. He might okay. be number one, but there's some other these other two guys were just terrible. Gotcha. Um, number two is uh people though they love him. They gassed him up so much, but I just couldn't stand him. And this this is another tight end. His name was Chad Lewis. Oh, ah, I couldn't stand him. You didn't like Chad Lewis? No. Once upon a time, called him we, Chad Blewett. We, we did give him the moniker Chad Blewett. I didn't like him. That was his name around the circle. Yeah, Chad I didn't. blew it. Yeah, Chad blew it. I'm sorry. I could. I can't stand him. He was <laughs> terrible. They had to, you know. Oh, he was. Um, uh, he caught. He caught a touchdown pass. And they gassed him up, but I just did not like because it, it was a tough touchdown pass. He got rocked on the pass. Yeah, but he caught like this crazy uh, touchdown. I mean, a touchdown pass because I think people, a bunch of people got hurt, and he ended up getting in the game. And I didn't like Chad Lewis. I just didn't like him at all, man. Okay. Okay. Yeah. For the for the record, I did kind of like Chad Lewis, but sidebar. Continue. And uh oh man. My number one. <laughs> man. Pause. Dramatic. Because it's two it's two people, but I'm gonna have to go with uh <laughs> it's Mike Zordage. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> Mike Zordage. Couldn't stand him. He was terrible. A safety that they tried to gas up. He was terrible. Didn't like him at all. Was was he white? Yeah, he was white. Yeah, okay. he was terrible. I, I wasn't sure. I just I was to... going to go with with, with, with with Broderick Bunkley, but Broderick Bunkley. <laughs> but, you know, then we're going to get too deep into my life. But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go with um uh yeah 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 with Mike Zordich. He was a safety that they just gassed up so much. He was terrible. All right. It was terrible. Wasn't he in that 90s era? He was in like that, like maybe 94, 95. Yeah, I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't like him. That's what I thought. He, he was back when I was young. Mm-hmm. All right. That's, All right. That's, that's, the, that's the, 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 I mean, I, I could go more with people like Hank Fraley, that bum. Ooh, uh, Reggie, Stank, Reggie, Stank Fraley. Reggie Frown. They tried to gas him up. Reggie but, you know, Frown. They, uh, receiver that was supposed to re- replace T.O. Say, no, just keep T.O. Fred, Freddie Snitchell. Yeah, Fred, don't even get me started on him. Freddie Snitchell. <laughs> yeah, so, like I said, we go down and down the rabbit hole. It's gonna be really, really terrible. But that's yeah, it. I'm, I'm done. I can okay. really, really go. But like I said, this is a family show. All right, well we gonna cut it short right there. That's First right. Edition top five is down. I'm gonna start getting hot and hope. human, and then I'm gonna start just saying horrible things. That's <laughs> it. We hope y'all enjoyed and appreciated that. And yep. we're going to transition from top five into a quick Monday night preview. Okay. Uh, it's not going to be, uh, well, from looking at it on paper, it doesn't seem like it's going to be the greatest of games, but we got the Indianapolis Colts going down to New Orleans to square off with the New Orleans Saints. The Colts are currently 6-7. and seven. The Saints it's, are 10-3. It's in New Orleans? It's in New Orleans. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, we kind of know how this one's going to shake out. I'm just going to go ahead and pick the Saints. Taylor, where you at with it? Um. Wow, man. Um, 
I want I want to say the upset, you know, to make the you know to make the uh, you know the season a little bit more um, you know uh, crazier, you know, coming down the stretch. But yeah. I, I guess I gotta pick because I think I, I'll pick the same because I think um, um, what's my man's name? Drew Brees is going to break some type of record or something like that. I don't know what the record is. Okay, um, okay. there's a record that's completion or touchdowns or something like that. Some touch something like that. But there's a record that he's going to break. So. I, I, I guess I'll go with I, I, I'll go with Drew Brees and uh, you know and the um, and the Saints. So, yeah. so and I, just a quick note on something that we just witnessed: the San Francisco that? 49ers just went down. The San Francisco 49ers just lost at home to the Atlanta Falcons and Matt Ryan. Well, they they, they there, there's a lot of injuries in that game. So you know, I mean, I'm not surprised, by, but you know, Richard Sherman didn't play. Um, and I think two or three other people that they, they, they didn't play too. So, yeah. But like I said, it's gonna make it more interesting going down the stretch. Cause remember, you got Green Bay. They're uh, what are they? Are they ten and four or eleven and three? So it's gonna make this last little this little part of the season for that number one seed in the um, for the NFC is gonna make it more you know make it more make it make it more crazier. Green Bay are currently sitting at eleven and three. Eleven and three. They can still get that number one seed. Because all these four teams are kind of like they're all around. The, they're only like one game separated between all four of them, with the Saints, the Green uh, Green Bay. Uh, who else am I missing? Um, uh, Seattle and the 49 and the 49. That's that's they all. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he also still got you know um, uh, um, the Vikings. Yeah, Vikings. I mean, so there's like four or five teams that's like all around the same. You know what I mean, so it can by the time the season's over, it could be flipped upside down. So, exactly. I mean, so that's what I'm saying. I'm, I, I'm actually kind of, I don't want to say happy, but I like how this is going, playing out in the last three, you know, the last two or three weeks of the season. And speaking of wild outcomes, mm-hmm. I got to speak on this as well because we just witnessed this, and I do have a couple friends that are Cowboys fans. Shout to Cooney, shout to Jeff. What up, y'all? Cowboys um, the Cowboys did come out on top, 44 to, yeah. I don't even know what the Rams put out, but the Rams just got juiced, stomped out by the 40. Dallas Cowboys. Hold on, I got it. I got it here somewhere. It was uh, oh, I keep hitting the wrong thing. It was um, oh, 44 to 21. Mm. 44 to 21. Oh no! So the Cowboys moved to <laughs> six and seven as the Rams fall to eight and five. Mm. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I mean, there's that. Yeah, there, there is that. Yeah. Yeah, there's that. So. Uh, Moving on from NFL talk, we're going to get into a little bit of NBA discussion. All right. And uh, on the NBA note, I'm going to start off with a little talk about the Sixers. Because I want to give a a salute, shout out to Joel Embiid. Uh, The Sixers had a game on Tuesday night against the Denver Nuggets. Mm Mm-hmm. You catch that one? Oh, yeah, I did see that game. I saw a little bit of it. It Heard a, a little bit of it. It was a home game. It was nationally televised on TNT. Yep. And this is the second matchup on the season for these two teams. Mm-hmm. In the first game, my opinion, Jokic, who is the big man for Pauls, for uh, for Denver, yeah, uh, he got the better of Joel. And, you know, it wasn't arguable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, at a point in that first game, just stayed out of the paint. When he made attempts to post it, turned into a turnaround jump shot or something on the move and it just was evident he didn't want no parts of Joker that night. Mm-hmm. With that being said, he was the high scorer for Philly with 19 points in that loss. Okay. And then you flash forward to this current Tuesday when they squared off again. 
And, you know, this time it was clear that neither big men really wanted to assert themselves. I mean, at least not so much. This time, again, he was the high scorer for the Sixers, but in a winning effort. Okay. Uh, both during and after the game, the TNT crew, mainly Shaq and Charles Barkley, were critical of Joel and also jokish, but the Joel, kinda, the Joel stuff kind of stands out to me being a Sixers fan. And the next night, reporters asked Joel about the comments made, and he owned it. He was accepting of the criticism. He wasn't dismissive. He didn't call them old haters or out of touch. You know, he took it on. Jumped to Wednesday night, which is, you know, what I was just talking about. The Sixers played the Celtics in Boston without Al Horford. Yeah. Who's been an impressive addition to the team in his first season in Philly. And in the first half, Joe had 18 points. And uh, the Sixers ended up going into the halftime point down. Um, he didn't even uh, what's his name uh, Horford didn't even play in that game right no nah, he did not so basically Joel had to basically put the team on, I won't say put on his back but he had to go out there and, and get that game and what he got 38 or something like that yeah yeah but I mean it, in, in the first half I really wasn't overly impressed with the Sixers play he did what he's supposed to do and he won the game uh, and I remember that was the first of the back because remember they had to play another game the next night against um, uh, what's that um that team um oh my god it's right there on the tip of my tongue the pelicans so they had to they won that game mm-hmm. and then they had to come back the next night and, and, and play against the pelicans the next night so yeah even though he um he had a you know suspect game but he came back put the team on the back and won and won yeah that's all yeah. it's about it's about getting wins and, and they won that game against boston now they're two and zero against boston mm-hmm. and i think that wakes boston up because boston was after the six beat them in that first game of the season they kind of went on a stretch where they, yeah. I think, you know, I mean, so I think it was a really, really good win. And like you said, he didn't really take it too, too, too personally. Yeah. Unlike some people, when they hear from these guys, just, you know, I mean, just, I mean, just don't take it too personally. Just, you know, go out there and do your job. And remember, he's like seven foot one, seven foot two, over 240, 250 pounds. So it's not easy being him, you know, being a, a, big, a big guy. You yeah. know I mean, going out there, and, you know, and, and, and playing well. So he did what he's supposed to do. He got the win. And that's all it's about. He won. He got the one. He beat beat Boston, and they came back the next night and beat um, um, uh, Pelicans, which was you know could easy. It could have lost that game. So yeah, I'm yeah. not really. You know, I'm not. You know, they're, they're doing what they're supposed to do. The AARP guys on on TNT, they they know what they're talking about. Sometimes they're not just old haters. Don't, don't get me started on not not all the time. Don't get me don't get me started. So, on, so, sometimes Charles Barkley says don't get me started on fat style. on Fat Man Barkley. But um, you know, for the most part, they they be trying to be uh, helpful. And and one of the big things that y'all did in that game was down the stretch, he had some game ceiling free throws. Out I would take criticism from um Shaq because at least he got rings. But what what does Fat Man got? He don't yeah, got nothing. Yeah, huh? Uh, well, he got a bunch of a bunch of L's. Some people listen to what he got to say. Not me. He's a clown. Like, like some people listen to what Donald Trump has to say. No, he's a coon. I don't mess. With, I don't mess with him. <laughs> fat Man Barkley like that. He's a clown. Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, please, man. And that is in no way, shape, or form an endorsement for Donald Trump. He can uh, kick rocks somewhere. Kick rocks with flip flops, though. So, um, but real quick, I was talking about Joel and B making free throws down the stretch of that game and I also want to salute Ben Simmons for making free throws down the clutch of that game uh, you know he did his thing well, in the but, game uh, against um, Boston right yeah, 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 yeah he did yeah cause he was <laughs> he was like one for like five but then he didn't make, maybe the other game yeah we, uh, Ben but Ben I do want to tell you uh, I don't I don't know you personally but I feel like I can address you by first name you're on notice buddy he's been on notice cause uh, I, I don't like what I was seeing from you that night bruh I'm not going to get into details and we're not going to go, you know, any further down that road because this ain't that, you know, this ain't about 
this is about bigging people up. This ain't about pulling people down. But just so you know, making Max money, family, you kind of look crazy out here based off that performance. He's, he's, he's you know, got to you, you, you get together, man. You don't want the mic on your head. Pause. He's got to get together. Pull it together, baby. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got for 7-6. But, uh, you know, early in the season, they now sit at third place. Uh, in the Eastern Conference mm-hmm. and I also want to give a big salute big shout out to the Toronto Raptors because they've been balling this season after losing Kawhi Leonard um, Pascal Siakam has has, has moved in yeah. he's really doing his thing yeah. so uh, you know I, I just want to give a shout out and a salute to them he's an all star for, for getting busy he's an all star and uh, what's the name oh I don't want to go back to the situation but he's an all star too um my man's name um, Tobias here. He's been playing very well too over the past couple games too. So yeah. And I just got a quick note: the Raptors are undefeated at home. Damn. So the Sixers and, and they're both there. So, so I'm, I'm sorry, the Sixers. Yeah, Sixers, Sixers are, under, are undefeated. Yeah, the Sixers are undefeated at home. Yeah. There we go. There mm-hmm. we go. Yeah. All right. So uh, any any NBA notes you had today, Taylor? Anything you no, want to you talk just, about? You just basically just went through what, what I was going to talk about. You know about Joel and B kind of stepping up because remember Al Horford kind of went out. He yeah. missed a couple of games. You know. And they thought he was going to be back for the Boston game, and he came out and he he balled out. I don't think he, I think he came back tonight, but I'm not, I'm not I'm not even looking at the game right now. But you know what I mean? Like they won those back to back games. You know what I mean? Going up to Boston, winning that game, they're coming back down on Friday night and beating um this the, uh, what's the name the um uh the, the Pelicans. That was mm-hmm. that's a trap game. You could easily lost that. You know, come be big up, win that game, and then come down and lose. But they didn't. They beat both of those teams, and I mean so. That 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 was a that that's actually a good win because actually if you beat the Boston you can actually come down and lose the, to um to Pelicans and then not kind of that game doesn't kind of you know doesn't matter really so doesn't matter sometimes but they won both of those games so I can you know commend them for winning that winning those two games and you know I mean if you're gonna big them up one way you can't kind of you know crack them and when they lose so you know I'll I'll, I'll commend them you know what I mean they're doing their thing they're winning you can't win every game so you know they're doing their thing right now during the season well, one thing that I'm seeing discussed pretty heavily which you know might not be a big thing at all it's really not a big thing to me but i'm gonna ask your opinion about it uh they're talking about kevin love getting traded what do you think about that where's he getting traded to i don't know hey, as long as he's not coming to the sixers yeah, apparently long- some teams that's interested well, yeah, as long as his ass goes somewhere as long, yeah, as long as he's not nowhere near the Sixers, i don't like kevin love so as long no. as he's out somewhere out in the west coast you know doing this thing you know what i mean go 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 out there no love kevin love no all right i don't like that white boy no all right no thank you no dice nope um, let's see what else is going on around the NBA. I mean, as far as the top Luca teams, got hurt. Luca got hurt last night. Couple was oh, it last no. night? He went. Was it? Was it today? Was that a bad injury? Today? Yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Luka Doncic went down. Yeah. I so. had an injury, so you know we're hoping ankle he, injury. So he might be out for like a week or a week or so. so. Hoping he can get back soon because uh, he yeah. he's one of the the. That's perfect the, 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 for the that, great that, young players in the league the right now. I think the Sixers played him within the next week because the Sixers schedule is actually going to be turning up in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, I mean? so yeah. Remember, they got the the, the Christmas game coming up against against the Bucks, and then, like I said, I just said they're going to be going against um uh, Boston. Um, not Boston. Yeah, not Boston. Um, what I just say? Um, my mind's all over the place. But they 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 they, they got they got some tough games coming up in the next couple of weeks with the Bucks. And, uh, and 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 Dallas, so they got some gotcha. games coming up. Yeah, so we gonna uh-huh. see what they working with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking of the Bucks, the Bucks still sit at first place in the Eastern Conference at twenty four and three. As they should, and they probably will maintain there. I mean, but you know, Sixers are gonna be playing against them. You know, they got three games, but that first game against the um, 
in that in that uh, in the in the uh, on Christmas. You know what I mean? They'll be playing against them, so we'll see. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and yeah. I'm looking forward to Christmas because that's gonna be a basketball. Yeah, Fiesta. Yeah, it is. It's going down on Christmas. It's like five games. Four or five games. Yeah, I'm gonna be locked in the crib Mm -hmm. with whatever I get or don't get, and the TV and my phone. Yeah, writing some stuff Mm -hmm. and uh, enjoying them games. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, The Lakers uh, still sit at first place in the Western Conference at 23 and three. Sharply followed by the LA Clippers, who are 20 and well, maybe not sharply followed, but they're 20 and 8. So they're not too far behind them. And I'm sorry, Uh, excuse me, the Sixers are currently sitting at second place in the East at 20 and 7 after their win uh, yesterday. Mm -hmm. And they're currently playing against the Brooklyn Nets in Brooklyn. Losing eighty one to sixty six. Well, that might be the come down game because I thought they were going to lose against to the Pelicans. Well, the Pelicans, but you know yeah. you can't win every game. So you man. can't. You can't. It's a long season. I mean, eighty two games. Going to get cracked about no. some some of these whack. I mean, well, that, Brooklyn might mess around and make the playoffs. Yeah, Bro- Brooklyn's not whack. Yeah, but you know, it's a long season. Yeah. Is Kyrie playing? Uh, I don't see him on the court right now. <laughs> They've been winning without him. He, yeah. he might. He might be the the. Uh, the uh, what I call him, he might be the the, the kebab or the, the what's his name? He might be the chink in the, the chain. Caboose, yeah, because every time a team gets him and then he doesn't play, the team ends up being better without his ass. Yeah, yeah, man. He might he might have the um um uh, I forget what I, what they call it, but he, he might he might be the um, what's his name? Bad luck, bad yeah. juju. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the the unlucky rabbit's foot. Like, yeah, he, he might be the rabbit that Boston, got shot. Boston is born without him, and now the Brooklyn is gonna be you know they're, they're winning without him. Yeah, man. Thanks, thanks. This, uh, my man just can't find a good fit. He was in Cleveland. He wanted his own team. Brown was coming. He wanted to leave and go to Boston, get his own team. He got, got his, his own team. Got his own team. The team was better without him in both years. Left, went to Brooklyn, got his own team. Got now it. they bought him without him. Like, without him. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I hope things play out for Kyrie, man. I like him really as, as a player. You know, his handles is awesome. You know, yeah. uh, his, his offensive game is good. Defensively, he kind of uh, leaves a little bit to be desired, but you can't do everything. Everybody can't be great at everything. He's trying to be, but you know, I don't know. Oh, we'll, oh, we'll oh, oh, we'll see. We got disagreements in the room. All What's right, up? Well, that's yeah. real. Oh. All right, well, you can't agree on everything. That's cool. We're gonna keep it moving. So we're gonna uh, move into our second edition of Top Five. Uh, our second edition of Top Five this week, honestly, is kind of near and dear to my heart. I. I, I Hate to admit it, but uh, our top five this week is our top five disc records. <laughs> and um, this is in the spirit of last week, uh, the Nick Cannon and, and, and Eminem thing kind of uh, uh, went to a different level. Nick Cannon dropped a couple of songs. Yeah, but that's a good laugh. <laughs> this songs, uh, I wasn't particularly impressed myself. Taylor, did, did you catch those? Yeah, I caught everything. This is what came. It came up out of nowhere. From from, you know I mean, I, I thought we was in two thousand seven or eight. I said, yeah, Nick, yeah. Nick Cannon, Eminem, what the hell is going on? And I mean, I know he rolls with a different squad now because you know he's got who? a lot of which, which, uh, which who who he, Nick Cannon well, or, 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 or Nick, Nick, Nick Cannon? I mean, he has a lot they of the both battle rapper roll guys. with different squads. <laughs> he, he's got a lot of the battle rapper guys on uh, on, on Wildin' Out now, and yeah. you know, they, they they roll together and they, they get and, money and, together. And, and, and he's rolling and he's rolling with you know, um, and and Eminem is rolling with um them cats from um 
Oh, what those guys' name? The, uh, the uh, West Side Gun. Uh, oh, you talking about the Griselda dudes? Yeah, Griselda. Oh yeah, the Griselda cast. They they on that. Yeah, so I'm thinking. I'm thinking. You know what I mean? They both dealing with dealing with you know different types of crews. I don't know. I was just. But but the crazy thing is when I saw it, I just it just made me think of like this record. That's just all it made me think of. Yeah, yeah. And I mean Shannon Sharp once famously said, at least famously oh, no. to me said, oh, no. that a good diss song is good for the soul. And I I, I couldn't agree with that more. Listen, on, on my way into the studio, I'm gonna make a confession to y'all. Confession to the family, confession to everybody in the studio. On the way into the studio, <laughs> cut the music. I listened to diss songs. This oh, okay. records okay. to get myself in a good zone, good headspace. Okay. To come on here and, and speak to everybody. It, it it just gets me prepared. It gets me zoned in, focused, like I like I need to go handle something. Alright. So with that being said, we're gonna get into our top five disc records. Okay. Number five. Uh, it's not gonna be a, a Philly favorite, but uh we got uh Drake back to back. And I, I just got to tell y'all real quick. It's a favorite of mine. I, I just got to tell y'all real quick before I progress into the rest of my five. Yes. My criteria on these disc records, because it, it, it's serious with me. It gets real. Yes. So my criteria, the number one thing that has got to be in that disc record has got to be the highest level of disrespect that it can possibly be. Yeah. You got to come up with the most craziest, wildest thing that you can say about that person mm -hmm. that is just going to make them stop and be like, wait, what did they say? Mm -hmm. So, second thing, it's got to be direct. You yeah. gotta, you gotta know who it's going at. You gotta know who's going. It can't be ambiguous. No subliminals. Then. Exactly. It can't be like, oh, he might be talking about him. He might be talking about him. Now nah, we gotta know what it is. Okay. Number three, wordplay. Okay. So it's gotta make me say, yo, I gotta run that back. Like, All right. Stop the track. Take it from the top. We gotta take that back. I gotta hear what he said again. Okay. And then the last criteria is that I got to be able to feel the beat. Now, right. Taylor with the beats and me with the beats is a little different as far as this records go. I'm not opposed to somebody using somebody else's record. Taylor don't really bang with that so much. Taylor really kind of likes people on original beats, but I'm going to let him get into his explanation of his criteria and how he feels about this record when he gets to his. Okay, all right. So, number four. We got a, a classic... So your number five was uh back to back. Okay, Drake. you got you you, you you you. So number five was Drake back to back yep. going at at go, me go, going at Meek Mill. At Meek Mill. Philly's own. <laughs> I love Meek. Music is hot. Championships is fire. The, the, the beef is over now. Stream but, that. But when that when it came out. But uh yeah, when back to back the, came shocked out, the hell, shocked the hell out of me. And here's the thing about back to back, my man had dropped the track like a couple days a before. A couple days that. before, and it was, it just dropped back to back, and that was kind of no, no, no. The other one came out, and it was silent. Yep. Nothing happened. It was all types of threats, and mm -hmm. then they, so then my man came out with the second one. With the back to back. And the first one, I thought the first one was was okay. Yeah, the first one, one was all right. I mean, a lot of people didn't like it, but I liked it. The second one came out. I said, Lord Jesus. Just turn things up. Turn things out from light skin. Okay. Got nominated for a Grammy. <laughs> All right, we, we can that, go. That on. just makes the disrespect you, you, worse. You're bringing back old memories. So, number four. Yeah. Classic. Okay. Stillmatic. We got Nas, Ether. Oh, wow. Going at Jay Z. A lot of people not. Ether was the death blow. Yeah. Ether was the low blow. Ether was the get him up out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember the first time I heard Ether, it was 
in high school. I was in high school, yeah. I was on a bus ride to actually a, a basketball game. Yes, I played sir. on the basketball team in high school, and one of my friends on the team, RC, yeah. shout out to RC Wainwright. Yeah. Uh, he had that CD, uh, yeah. Stillmatic. He had his disc man, he let me hold that. So I listened to Ether on the way to uh, our game, and that, yeah. that, that got me pumped. But yeah, um, it got yeah. it, it, it got it got me pumped too because uh, it, 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 it man yeah you're right <laughs> Nas, Nas went a different type of person on yeah, yeah he went he his his whole tone of voice was just crazy but yeah, yeah you're right absolutely right yeah it's to a point where Nas does not even like discussing or performing that song yeah right now yeah it, it was it was that monumental I'll just say that it was at a time when you know. Remember September 11th just happened, so you know what I mean, boom, and that deal just came out and kind of put 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 the put the, put the, uh, put the uh, shock, well not the shock, the, uh, the 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 adrenaline back into the people. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So number three on my list was actually, interestingly enough, the response to Ether. Okay. It was Jay Z Blueprint Two. Okay. Uh, I really liked that joint. It was on the album Blueprint Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was named after the the, the album. But I feel like he really snapped on that. Yeah. Uh, he, he said some real stuff, and uh, it, I bang with that joint. Okay, all right. Now, those three were all album cuts. Yeah. Me personally, as far as disc records go, I really, really am partial to disc records that are on mixtapes. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't really happen so much nowadays, but at one point in time, that was the thing. So my top two was both on mixtapes. Okay. And my number two joint was in a beef that I felt like was very entertaining uh, <laughs> on both sides. Uh, both sides held their weight, and it's difficult to say really who won one way or the other, but it was between the Locks and G-Unit. And my number two uh, diss track was performed by Jada Kiss and Styles P. It's called Problem Child. And uh, I'm really not trying to cuss. Because, uh, you know, my mom might be listening at some point in time. Mm-hmm. But I just got to speak on one particular keep, line keep it clean. in that song that I felt like was was kind of wild. And uh, it was Jadakiss. And he said, uh, we was damn near feeling you, even though your career is based off somebody damn near killing you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really get a whole lot more disrespectful than that. So moving on from number two, we're gonna come in with number one, and that was another uh, hip hop beef, hip hop uh, back and forth battle that I thought was a, a big one. Uh, it was between uh, Rockefeller and uh, the Locks and that other side, uh, and you know State Property got involved, and the guy that performed this, uh, Beanie Siegel, South Philly Zone, and uh, the song. Uh, you can probably find it on YouTube. Actually, you can find it on YouTube because that's where I find it. And I listen to it. Uh, it's called Put Your Hands Up to Put Your Hands Up Freestyle. Uh, and like I was saying earlier, this came out at a point in time when uh, people was jacking beats and rapping over the other people's beats. So uh, Jada Kiss's first album had come out and uh, one of the big songs he had on there was called Put Your Hands Up and Beanie Siegel snatched it and he just kind of went. Yes, he did. So uh, if you haven't heard that, Check that out. Check out Problem mm-hmm. Child. Check out everything on the top five. All right. If you're just in a disrespectful mood or you're trying to get to a disrespectful mood because you got some wild stuff, disrespectful stuff that you might have to do. All right. Uh, so tell what you got for your top five. All right. Uh, my number five uh, is uh, 
well, you know, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, Jay Z's um, "Super Ugly." Okay. Okay. All right. Super ugly. Super ugly. Responding back to Ether. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right. Yeah, that was actually the original response back to Ether. Yeah. I threw Blueprint two in there, but I believe that was after Super Ugly. Yeah, after so after so, so, so yeah so uh, after you know Nas put out the Ether, everybody was like you know kind of like raising the torch saying yo Nas just beat the Jay Z didn't come out with Super Ugly even though Jay Z regrets putting out Super Ugly because he yeah. just went at demands family and you you can kind of tell that jay-z was kind of in the films in that one but he 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 put out the super ugly and but the thing is when super ugly came out people was kind of like yo yo people kind of kind of came back to jay-z but kind of people had already said that jay-z i mean that nasa kind of won i mean you ask me right now people say it's a tie so people say jay-z sometimes people say Nas, but Mm -hmm. i thought super ugly was hard i remember i was banging that joint hard and i said wait a minute before y'all say the Nas one with the with 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 ether go back to you know i mean but i like super ugly that was a hard and then then he came with the super ugly you know uh uh you know the the dr dre beat with um i forget the guy yeah the the first beat he went on on that was the uh Nas Nas, uh, got yourself and and, and, and then he came with the super ugly ugly dr dre started talking about sexual explicit stuff so We'll just leave that as it is. Five yeah, Jay Z super. We're ugly. not gonna get into yeah, much get, detail get with the, 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 It was it the, was hard. The lyrics on that track. Yeah, it might get worse after this because I'm gonna go with number four and I'm gonna go with Easy E. <laughs> real mother F and G. A real mother F and G. Going going that going at the whole death row. Okay. My goodness. I mean, whew, man, uh, uh, you only 150 pounds when you wet and wearing boots. I mean, he just he just went hard at at, at, at Dre. He went hard at, at 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 Snoop. Didn't never mention um um Suge um, Knight's name because at that uh-huh. point nobody even knew who Suge Knight was until maybe later on when 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 Pac came out. But yeah, you know I mean that was a, just a hard hard diss record at, at the whole crew. Yeah. Um, he, he said something about you you guys is you guys are in um the military. <laughs> he, he basically said you guys are. Are, are uh, basically being controlled over there by by Suge Knight, so mm-hmm. that was a hard disc record. And like I said, they didn't even even show that video on 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 um, on, on, MTV. on MTV. Definitely didn't put it on 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 uh, on um on BET. So I think I saw it one time on uh, on uh, what what's that station? Uh, 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 it was more like the box. Yeah, I saw it on the box, or maybe I saw it on Urban Urban. The, what's the what's taking the it back with yeah, the box? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was. They never showed it, but I ended up seeing it. Then ten years later, you finally end up seeing it. So, yeah, yeah Easy E. Uh, that that was a hard cut. I mean, so uh, my number three is what you just said. Okay, and uh, it's it, I got to go back to Drake and, and back to back and what back to back what he did to Robert man that was that back was back to back and, and I did not know I, I called uh, Meek by his, by his government but that's yeah, a, that's how hard that's, that, that's how hard it was it was a hard <laughs> shot by by light skin from, from, from that's what I'm saying it was unexpected I didn't expect yeah. it and it came out of nowhere after the first one because I thought the first one all right, the first one was cute but when the second one came out back to back. And I know people say, oh, it was, I don't care if it was written. No, most hip-hop tracks, especially now, are written by someone else. And now, and and the, like I said, the very first hip-hop song was, was ghost-written. So I don't want to hear nothing about people being ghost-written. If I was a rapper right now, I would have somebody ghost-writing my crap right now. So, Ghost-writers are real, man. They listen, out here man, getting money just yeah, like everybody yeah, else. So I don't want to hear nothing about people saying, oh, this is a lot of stuff is written. It'd be about 15 guys in the studio. It'd be three guys will tell you, oh, you should say this. That's, uh-huh. that's pretty much ghostwritten. So yeah. I, I, I can't just say Aubrey did what he did what he had to do, and, and he had and, he, and did, for someone to ghostwrite for you, maybe Meek Mill, maybe maybe you could say Meek Mill did. I don't know, but listen, Drake's back to back that was hard. I don't care what no one say. And at that All point right. in time, no one was 
That was a hard. That was a hard shot. Number three, back to back. Yeah. So number two is something probably a lot of people you have to go and have to do your research and stuff like that. But I'm gonna go with Jazzo's over going at Jay Z. Over. Jazzo and Jay Z came up together, <laughs> and then I guess Jazzo felt some kind of way, and Jazzy Jazzo came in, came in, came in, came in Jay Z with, with a little bit of a gut shot, but yeah. it was a hard track. Yeah. The, the beat was hot. The reoccurring over over. The, the, I, I just love that. That every time I hear that, I just start laughing. I remember that joint. It and I believe it. You're hilarious. over. He just went at Jay Z. I mean, just called him saying he was an Illuminati back in those days. So. Yeah. so Jazz was over. That that's that's hard. Okay. And uh, number one, I don't think this ever can be beat. I mean, I'm gonna go all the way out to Chicago. Okay. My, my, my guy, he he, came, he 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 went out the whole West Coast. When the West Coast was up and rising, everyone out in the West Coast was just feeling himself. My man Common said, "No, no, 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 no. You're not gonna do that to me, Ice Ice Cube. You're not gonna take a little shot at me." And Common's in you. Whew. Every time I hear that song, it was on the most simplest beat. But he came at Ice Cube, Wack 10, Dub C, the whole West High connection, and just yeah. laid all them cats down to the point where Farrakhan had to get involved, and people had to get involved, and kind of acted to squash that beat. Oh my that goodness. was a hard, hard, hard shot. You got to put in calls to Farrakhan. Yeah, we got to put in for the Sheriff Farrakhan, another, another you know, black leaders. Yeah. That's when you know it was hard. So yeah. I'll I, I always have respect for for Common, you know, Grammy and, and Oscar winning all this. But back in 94, 95, he said, oh, these guys want to come at me and came at him with a simple beat called The Bitch In You, Lord Jesus. Hard, hard song. One of my, I still listen to it just regular. It's <laughs> that's a, that's a hard shot. So I, that, that's my number one. I don't think okay. that, ever, that can ever be top down, top, topped off. Like, come on, man. Common, The Bitch In You, that, that's my favorite. Sorry. Y'all can, y'all can leave comments and do what y'all got to do. That's my number one. Common, The Bitch In You. Sorry. That's my number. Can't be beat. All right. All right. Well, that was our second edition of Top 5, and I just mm-hmm. hope y'all really enjoyed that because personally, I really enjoyed that. And uh, like I said, any records that y'all might not be familiar with, might not have ever heard before caught, definitely look them up. Yeah, just look them up. Feeling yeah. in that type yeah, of mood. There. Everyone's got Google and, and everything, and, and the phones, you can just say it into the thing and just repeat it. Go ahead. It's out there. So we're going to finish things up this week with uh, our week, uh, our episode 15 edition of Mike's Minutes. And uh, what I want to speak to uh, or speak about this week is uh, just the fact that uh, our lives are primarily affected by the way we think things are, not necessarily the way that they are. Uh, let me just begin with a couple quick questions. How many times have you been convinced that somebody felt a certain way about you only to end up being wrong? or thought that somebody's angry reaction to you was personal and that they were really upset with you only to find out that there's something serious going on in their world and had nothing to do with you at all. Hmm. I mean, it happens almost with regularity and it can happen so much, it leaves you in a place where now you're overthinking things. You're so in your head now, it's hard to make solid decisions. It's difficult to know which way to turn or how to adjust properly to the things swirling around you because we all end up in that tornado from time to time. I mean, it boils down to the fact that we adopt beliefs which make up the way we see and approach the world. And, you know, whether those beliefs are accurate or incredibly wrong, we ride out with them day after day, week after week, month after month. Well, listen, I mean, I, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I'm not telling anybody what to do by any means. 
If you're happy with where you're at, then, you know, stay there. Rock out. It really doesn't move me one way or the other. But if you're not, maybe you should start questioning some of those beliefs that aren't really serving you. Beliefs that aren't doing anything beneficial for your life or helping you to move forward in any meaningful way. There's a book I read once upon a time called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, and that might be a pretty good place to start if you're interested. It just might be a spark to help you get moving in a better direction. So that was my Mike's Minutes for this week, and I told y'all earlier that I was really excited because uh, we got the website popping, we got sleepersforyou.com up and running. Uh, if you didn't catch that earlier in the episode, check that out. But a second reason why I'm extremely, extremely excited for this episode uh, I haven't shared this publicly, but I really want to get into interviewing people. I really want to get into talking to people. And I love having Taylor, my co-host here in the booth, but um, I just want to get some different energy in here in the building as well. Um, so joining us in the studio this evening is a friend of the show and a good dude in general. Um, I met him at a comedy show I attended a couple weeks back. Uh, I spoke about it here. It was my first and I, I had a great time to be honest. Uh, he's a comedian himself, but he's also uh, a host, uh, a professional marketer, as well as promoter. Uh, he's an advertiser. He's a recruiter. He's a manager of many things. And that's just a couple of this man's many talents. And I mean, OK, OK, I just met him not long ago. I'm going to be honest. So I don't know for sure, but I have a hunch, a really strong hunch that this man is multi-talented. So... Without any further ado, his name is Buzz Taylor, and I'd appreciate if y'all would show him some love. Follow him on IG at Buzz Taylor Comedy. That's B-U-H-Z-Z-T-A-Y-L-O-R Comedy, C-O-M-E-D-Y. And catch him on Bookface at Buzzy, that's B-U-H-Z-Z-I-E, space, duh, D-A, space, comedian. C-O-M-E-D-I-A-N. Buzz, what's up? You, you came here today to, to speak to us a little bit, tell us about some events you got going on. So uh, speak to the people. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yo, first off, man, thank you so much. You, Mike, you've been nothing but pleasant. Uh, your co-host, Taylor, and E, your producer. Yo, I appreciate y'all so much for even having me here. Um, just as uh, black kings out here in this community, in this world, Absolutely. doing things on an entrepreneurial level, I'm glad we can support each other all doing what we do well. Yep, yep. Um, real quick, before I even get into my own thing, I wanted to touch on two things. Okay. First thing is, I really love what y'all do here. I'm a sports fanatic, so to have something in Philadelphia, based out of Philadelphia, around my two favorite teams, which is the Eagles and the Sixers. <laughs> I, I'm I'm a fan of that, man. So sleep is for me. Love, love. We, we appreciate that. Definitely. Definitely. And two, you were talking about uh people and basically um misunderstanding one another. And uh uh, uh pretty much that was that was the, the, the premise in a sense. Yeah. Um uh there's a uh amazing book that I'm um that's on my Next book to read uh, by Malcolm Gladwell, I think it's okay. called uh, Sleep. Uh, no, 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 not no sleep. Excuse me, that's you guys. Sleep is for you. <laughs> sorry. Um, it's called um, like Talking to Strangers or something like that, but it's based off of 
pretty much what you were saying as far as uh, everybody, like we we swear we know our fellow persons, uh, you know, they're there. For instance, like the stranger, I don't know your anger. I don't know what anger looks like on you. I don't know what depression looks like on you. I don't know what scared looks like on you. It's different yeah. per person. Yeah. So, and he talks about, he really uh, uses the lens through like Sandra Bland and stuff like that as far as like how those officers can, were misunderstanding her, you know, and it just goes down to every person and the stranger. If you can understand the stranger or what's actually eating them or what's actually going on, you probably would get a better understanding of the fellow man. So, I just gotcha. think that book. It's interesting. If you haven't uh, looked at it, you should uh, check that one out. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Uh, what, y'all, what, what y'all need from me? Talk to me. So you were you were coming up to uh, to uh, do a little bit of promotion, doing a little bit of talking about the events you got coming up over the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in the holiday season right now. We got Christmas coming up. We got New Year's. So. Um, okay, yeah, man. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Absolutely. What you got going on? Well, thank you. Thank you for that. Uh well, first thing, everything in my, uh, everything in, at all of my events, should I say, all of my events are 420 friendly. So I do want to say to all that, I know this is a family show, but everything that we do is medically infused with cannabis all right now. And okay. I say that in the most amazing way possible. The same way that we say sports brings everyone together, I feel as though cannabis has been bringing fellow man together since the beginning of time so okay okay um with that being said um our first event we have three events this month and i wish everybody can come out to tickets are available for all of them please rsvp all of our events are private all of our events are at the loft 215 been up and running for four plus years um we've been running these events all year um very successfully and we've been selling them out please 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 support your fellow black entrepreneurs first event Canvas and Cannabis, December okay. 21st at the Loft 215, hosted by myself and Tat Gang's Joey Elmore. Tat Gang Tats is our uh, paint instructor. That event is basically, it's just like um, you're painting with a twist, you know, no plug to them, but they do drinking, you know what I mean? They, you know, bring your wine and stuff for them. Us, we, we're asking everybody to bring their cannabis, smoke freely, and let your art run free. We teach people how to paint a portrait. Okay. From okay. scratch. No, everybody comes there and has no idea of how to do this, how to paint, never painted before. And everybody goes home with a beautiful canvas. That's so awesome. that's December 21st. This is our fourth event. December 21st, um, y'all. Put that on the calendar. This is our fourth Canvas and Cannabis. Yep, December 21st, 2019. Canvas and Cannabis from 4 to 7 okay. at the Law of 215. Okay. All right, the event that everybody loves is making a lot of noise in the city. We are actually the... we. I think, personally, I, I mean, I did my research. I haven't found it. I think we broke history in Philly as far as having the only cannabis-friendly comedy shows in Philadelphia. Okay, These are the okay. first uh, shows Philly has ever seen, um, especially at this magnitude. So we're on our eighth show, um, Laughing High, December 27th, headlined by Sam Simonville. Um, hosted by myself, Buzz Taylor. Shout out, Sam. Yeah, shout out, Sam. Uh, he's amazing. Um yeah, please. These shows have been bringing a lot of people together. Now, we're selling these shows out. I think this one's going to sell out. I think we're doing, so far, pre-sale tickets are already, you know, at, at a record high. So we're excited about those. I ticket then, because that's where we met originally. was at the, the last event that they talk had. Talk about it. It was, it was a great time. Woo, uh, it was safe. Uh, you know, the vibes was high. Everybody was having a good time. Everybody was laughing. Buzz kept everything efficient and, and running smooth. 
Um, you know, he was the host and the MC, so, you know, he was between all the comedians that was getting up. You know, a couple of situations arise, he handled everything smooth. You couldn't even tell if he wasn't paying attention. And most of the people in there, they were smoking, so they wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> so yeah, fact. it was definitely a good time. Definitely a good time. Yeah, man. I live by I live and die by this tree to keep it a whole hundred. I live and die by this tree. I really um I don't encourage you to smoke or partake it, but if you're not into that, but um if you are into cannabis, please use it. Medical reasons, you know, anxiety, depression, sleep, all of these things, I swear they help you on a day-to-day basis, whether you know it or not. A lot of people are smoking because it's fun now, it's popular. But um, cannabis is really to help you and please find the medicinal use for yourself. Um, very responsibly. Please smoke responsibly or uh, partake responsibly in the cannabis. Um, I, I gave, I came here with some gifts for everybody. So we, I hope you guys enjoyed the gifts. Everyone who partakes, uh, I came with three different flavors for you guys. I think I gave you the, um, what did you get? Did you get the Sour I'm, Patch I'm, Kids? I'm going to just say real quick that I, I did not partake. <laughs> Not today. Yes. I, 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 I didn't guess. partake it. <laughs> For all of those who partake, I'm telling you what I left here. For all of those who partake, I'm going to leave the gifts. Y'all can give them out again for donations for at, others at, who partake. At, at, at our discretion, we will distribute these gifts. That's my gifts. Y'all may have listeners that partake. Y'all exactly. can give them out as... Has your discretion. I'm not gonna say the flavors, but they here. Let's just listen, man. When I'm we, around, we I gotta here. come with gifts. Exactly. And, and we <laughs> at Sleep absolutely appreciate that. As Buzz being our first guest and coming through and bringing gifts, you don't know how like 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 flattered that makes me and and, and Taylor feel that 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 you did that. That's 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 awesome. That's overwhelming. Listen, man, I, I publicly smoke and I smoke in public, so I don't really care, but I'm sorry that I, uh, if I offended anybody that don't. But, you know, I also preach individuality, so I hope y'all can bear with me. Uh, last but not least, you. after laughing high, please get your tickets for the only cannabis-friendly comedy show in the city. Um, last but not least, uh, we've had an amazing year. Me and my brother, Silk, everybody know him as Silky Bud. Uh... Uh, Mr. Law Two One Five, Mr. See Me Now season. Uh, Man, Silk, we've been we've been running running really hard this year, and to celebrate, we're we're celebrating with all of our friends. Man, Uh, New Year's Eve, December thirty first, Tuesday from ten to three, we will have our New Year's Eve bash, Kingland, a Royal uh, New Year's Eve bash at the Law Two One Five. Hosted by myself and Silky Bud, man. We got yeah, yeah, Tata hey. Sharice coming out. Hey. We got Drizzy Driz. Hey. We got Molly Cobain. Hey. We got Netta Butters. Uh. We got listen. We got so many names coming out to show. Just, just to, 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 to. I'm reflecting on the year and I'm celebrating. So exactly, create a good I, environment. That's it, man. And I want people to smoke a lot. That's yeah. just, that's just what I want people to do. smoke a lot. Party. We will have a toast at midnight. And we're going to bring in the new year the right way. All wins, all W, all money in. All right, all right, all right. Well, that sounds good. Uh, that sounds positive. Uh, that sounds like a good time. Uh, three very good events. So, you know, if y'all don't got nothing coming up over these next couple of weeks, I know it's kind of hectic with families getting together and that holiday season. But uh, if you need something to do on one of them nights, definitely check out uh, my man's events. Buzz um, Taylor, man. Y'all go uh, find me on Instagram at... B-U-H-Z-Z-T-A-Y-L-O-R Comedy C-O-M-E-D-Y Also at The Loft 215 T-H-E-L-O-F-T 215 
Make sure y'all follow us. Keep up on all events. Uh, book the Law of 215. If for any event that you need, please hit us up. Any type of... If, it don't have to be 420. Photo shoots, you know, we do birthday parties, fight parties, whatever you want to do. A 200-foot screen. Let's do it, man. Like I was saying earlier, man, Buzz is a comedian. He's also a host. He's a marketer. He's a promoter, advertiser. This this man does a lot of things. He, he, he definitely gets busy out here. He's a hustler. He's on his grind. He's about his business. And uh, if you need something, you know, definitely hit him up. And if he don't know what's going on for you personally, he might be able to connect with you with somebody who can. That's a fact. So uh, we, we appreciate him and Silk for sliding through the, the top shelf, coming through and checking us out on episode 15. Uh, we appreciate everybody who listened. Uh, as always, we appreciate the love. We appreciate the support. Oh, oh, I forgot one thing. What, what, what you got? One more thing. I am on tour on a comedy tour. Shout out to all my comedians on the Get Familiar tour. Shout mm-hmm, out to Cousin mm-hmm. Paul. Shout out to my headliner for Life for High, Sam Simonville. He's on the tour. Talk that Shout talk. out. You know, I can't name them all. It's nine comedians on the tour. We we looking to hit all the colleges. We looking to hit a city near you. If y'all know anybody that's looking to put a comedy tour together, please let us know. We come fully booked. We, we give you everything you need. And whatever city we'll come to, uh, we'll put your favorite comedian from that city on the on the stage with us that night. Hey, please hit us, man. Buzz Taylor, hit cousin Paul. Get familiar to him. And where can we find cousin Paul? On Instagram, C U Z Z I N P A U L, cousin Paul. All right, all right. So you can find cousin Paul. You can connect with Buzz. You can get on this comedy stuff. Uh, they'll come to you, you know, put on a show if you need them for an event, you know, whatever the case may be. And if you just want to attend an event, oh man, hit, catch, catch them. We do weddings, bar mitzvahs. We do a few of the rules. We do it. We do a little little kid parties. We do churches, everything. And they keep everything appropriate to the to the occasion. So if you need some entertainment for whatever you got you know, going on, divorces, again, everything. At Buzz Taylor on IG. B-U-H-Z-Z Not B-U-Z-Z Don't forget the H Woo! B-U-H-Z-Z The H cause I'm high all the time I'm gonna keep it a B T-A-Y-L-O-R Like my co-host Taylor Comedy C-O-M-E-D-Y Alright Alright Tabian Thank y'all so much for having me definitely, Sleep is for me so y'all sleep can catch for us. you and sleep is for me. Y'all can catch us on Twitter and IG, just like my man said, at Sleep is for You. That's S-L-E-E-P-I-S, the number four, Y-O-U. Check out new episodes, old episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. Definitely, definitely check out the new website, sleepisforyou.com. We got some new content coming on there. I got some articles I want to post on there as soon as possible. Congratulations on that, too. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, we we flexing the the writing muscle just a little bit. So I I, showed a lot of love. I hope y'all appreciate what I'm doing and and, and y'all keep following and listening and uh, y'all keep showing love. Episode 16 next week. Taylor, you got anything else? Peace out, yo. We got a lot of people in here, so peace out. My fault. I I, I slack slip for a minute, but we we back at it. And uh, yeah, we'll catch y'all next week, man. Peace.